stay up to date and engage with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Since its peak last November, the price of Bitcoin has declined by 64%, wiping out more than $1 trillion of paper value. Many retail investors have been wiped out, but it's not just individuals who are feeling the pain. El Salvador is a small country in Central America with a population of roughly 6 million. In September of 2021, Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele signed the Bitcoin law, which established the cryptocurrency as legal tender. This was all part of his master plan to turn El Salvador into the Bitcoin capital of the world. He even planned to make a massive new development called Bitcoin City, which would host a giant mining operation powered by the Conchagua volcano. In addition to adopting Bitcoin as legal tender, El Salvador has invested more than $100 million of state funds into Bitcoin at an average cost of $45,000. So far, this has yielded an approximate $50 million unrealized loss. In light of these losses, ratings agencies have downgraded the country's bonds, which now trade for less than 40 cents on the dollar. There are now massive protests popping up across El Salvador. Many citizens fear that Bukele's Bitcoin experiments will bring the already vulnerable economy to financial ruin. Despite the criticisms, Bukele is doubling down, spending more and more money on Bitcoin. El Salvador is a relatively poor country with a GDP per capita of about $4,000. Their single largest trading partner is the United States, and they use the US dollar as their official currency. Hundreds of thousands of Salvadorans move to the US, which offers higher wages. Every year, these workers send billions of dollars back home to their families still in El Salvador. These remittances contribute as much as 17% of the country's gross national product. The problem is, international money remittances can be very expensive. Salvadorans working abroad spend tens of millions of dollars every year on transaction fees. In 2021, President Bukele saw an opportunity to solve this problem with Bitcoin. At just 40 years old, he was one of the youngest world leaders and was more tech-savvy than the average politician. And at the same time, the price of Bitcoin was soaring, so it seemed like the perfect time to get involved. On paper, El Salvador seemed like the perfect place for Bitcoin adoption. About half of the population does not have a bank account, and the majority of the transactions are done with physical cash. If the country could leapfrog from paper cash to online Bitcoin payments, it could greatly increase efficiency. So in September of 2021, Bukele signed the so-called Bitcoin law, which made El Salvador the first ever country to adopt the digital coin as legal tender. That means that you can use Bitcoin to pay your taxes, settle any debts, and all businesses in the country are technically required to accept Bitcoin. To support the adoption of Bitcoin, the government developed the Chivo mobile payments app. Chivo directly translates to GOAT, but in El Salvador, it is a slang word meaning cool. Chivo is a peer-to-peer payment app similar to Venmo or Cash App. It allows users to send and receive both US dollars and Bitcoin with zero transaction fees. Every user also gets $30 worth of free Bitcoin when they sign up. The government bought more than 200 Chivo ATMs across the country, where people could convert their Bitcoins to dollars and withdraw it as cash. These ATMs charge zero fees. This is a huge subsidy, as commercially operated Bitcoin ATMs in other countries often charge transaction fees in excess of 5%. At first, it looked like a major success. Within days, more than 2 million people had downloaded the app, and by the end of the first month, it had 4 million downloads. This is two-thirds of the country's 6 million strong population. And Bukele's ambitions went far beyond just allowing Bitcoin to be accepted as payment. He became extremely popular in the Bitcoin community as he was the first world leader to legitimize Bitcoin in such a powerful way. He started attending Bitcoin conferences and gave numerous interviews on pro-Bitcoin YouTube channels. 
In November, he announced a plan to raise $1 billion from international investors to build what would be called Bitcoin City. The city would revolve around a massive geothermal power plant, which would power a Bitcoin mining operation. Around the mining operation would be Bitcoin City, which would become a crypto paradise with zero taxes. All of these plans sounded great, but how have they turned out in practice? In April of 2022, the National Bureau of Economic Research published a report examining the effect of El Salvador's Bitcoin law. The first thing they looked at is the Chivo app. Superficially, the app looked like a massive success, with two-thirds of the country's population downloading it. But as it turns out, most people only downloaded it to get the $30 in free Bitcoin. After the $30 ran out, the majority of people went back to paying for purchases with paper cash or credit cards. And interestingly, 20% of people who downloaded the app didn't even use the bonus. While all businesses are technically required to accept Bitcoin, this is very difficult to enforce. By April, only 20% of businesses accepted Bitcoin. For many people, they got the $30 of free Bitcoin, but there were no stores in their local communities that accept it. By all accounts, Chivo was a flop. Of the few people who used it after the $30 ran out, they only made Bitcoin transactions less than once a month. Despite all the government incentives and Bukel's encouragement, only 5% of transactions are done in Bitcoin. Remember that one of the main rationales for adopting Bitcoin as legal tender was to allow expats living abroad to transmit money back home more easily. In the month after the Bitcoin bill was passed, a few people were interested in trying it out. Bitcoin made up 5% of remittances to El Salvador, but this number has since declined and by February only 1.6% of remittances were done with Bitcoin. For many Salvadorans working abroad, their families rely on them sending money back for their main source of income. If you send them this money in Bitcoin, and Bitcoin tanks 50%, your family won't have money to put food on the table. The high volatility of Bitcoin makes it all but unusable for this purpose. Bukel's Bitcoin experiment was very costly to the El Salvadoran economy. The government directly purchased $100 million worth of Bitcoin. They bought another $150 million to serve as a liquidity pool for the Chivo app. And they spent $120 million on the $30 sign-up bonuses. They spent a significant amount of money to develop the payment infrastructure and more than 200 Bitcoin ATMs. There are also ongoing costs to maintain the Chivo network. And remember, it generates zero revenue because there are no transaction fees. We don't know exactly how much they cost, but it's probably at least $100 million. This gets to a total of $500 million of investment, which represents about 2% of the country's GDP. While that on its own wouldn't be catastrophic, the indirect consequences will be far greater. In 2020 and 2021, El Salvador's budget deficit exploded as COVID restrictions negatively impacted tax revenues. Their debt-to-GDP ratio has recently surpassed 100%, which is a dangerously high level for an emerging market economy. And while the country has only suffered about $50 million in paper Bitcoin losses today, Bukel keeps doubling down to buy more and more coins. The fact that Bukel's gambling government money on cryptocurrencies doesn't exactly inspire confidence from foreign creditors. Since El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, the value of its bonds started tanking and they now trade for 40 cents on the dollar. This is a big problem because they have $1.6 billion worth of debt coming due within the next three years. If their bond prices remain depressed, they'll have significantly higher interest expenses after refinancing. This would be economically disastrous, as the government would have to either reduce social spending or raise taxes to make room for higher interest payments. Bukel's original plan to solve this issue was by issuing a $1 billion Bitcoin bond. Half of the proceeds would be used to invest in crypto mining infrastructure, and the other half would be used to acquire more Bitcoins. If the price of Bitcoin increased, as Bukel expected it to, and as volcano mining operations starts generating new coins, the government coffers will quickly fill up and they can use this to pay off their older bonds. 
They were originally planning to issue the bond in March, but they were forced to postpone it when they couldn't find enough willing investors. In hindsight, it's a good thing that the Bitcoin bond didn't go through. Had they bought $500 million of Bitcoin in March as originally planned, they would be sitting on more than $200 million in losses. By this point, it was becoming increasingly obvious that the Bitcoin experiment was a complete disaster. A recent poll found that 91% of Salvadorians prefer using the US dollar instead of Bitcoin. There were large-scale protests in the capital city of San Salvador. People are angry the government is sinking hundreds of millions of dollars into Bitcoin. This is a lot of money for a small country like El Salvador, and it will crowd out funding for schools, hospitals, and other public infrastructure. Also, the government has not been transparent with how much it costs to run the Chivo app, so the public doesn't know how much taxpayer money is being sunk into this scheme. With private sector investors now shunning the country, El Salvador's last remaining hope was the International Monetary Fund, which had bailed them out multiple times in the past. In fact, they were already in discussions with the IMF for a $1.3 billion financing facility before they passed the Bitcoin law. After the Bitcoin law was passed, the IMF urged El Salvador to remove Bitcoin as legal tender. They said it brings significant risks to the economy and will make it more difficult to approve the bailout. It looked like they were headed towards a debt crisis. So it came as a big surprise in July when President Bukele announced the government's plan to repurchase all outstanding bonds expiring within the next three years. This will cost about $1.6 billion. So where will the money come from? As it turns out, they were able to draw on so-called special drawing rights from the IMF, despite the organization's criticisms around Bitcoin. They also got $200 million from the Central American Bank for Economic Integration. But even the Salvadoran finance minister says that this temporary funding measure is no panacea, and the country is still in a precarious situation. The ratings agency Fitch Ratings expects the country's budget deficit to expand to $1.7 billion in 2022. If they use the $1.6 billion that they raised from the IMF and Central American Bank for Economic Integration to buy back their existing bonds, this will leave them with no cash to pay for this year's deficit. So come the end of the year, they'll be in the exact same predicament of being forced to go to the public markets and issue new debt at very high interest rates. The high interest expense could lead the country into a debt spiral, eventually causing a default. By this point, Bukele has invested so much of his reputation on Bitcoin that it'd be political suicide to give up now and admit that this whole affair was a mistake. So even as the coffers are running dangerously dry, Bukele keeps buying more and more Bitcoin. The deal with the IMF buys him one more year. If the price of Bitcoin recovers, they can use these profits to fund the budget deficit. But if the bear market continues, the country could be headed towards financial ruin. Despite the tropical climate, El Salvador could be headed for a very cold crypto winter. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out.